We're chipping away at everything that isn't you, reconnecting with the part of yourself that loves you unconditionally, sees the real you, and accepts your authentic self. When you disconnect from the opinions of others, work in your mindset, and stand in your power, you feel expanded, alive, and confident. This podcast is where we discuss a range of topics that help you bring you back to your heart space. Topics like body image healing, your relationship with food, mind and body connection, mindset and relationships. We get real, we get messy, we're vulnerable and we're unfiltered. This is Heart Space with Stacey. Hello again, and this is my final podcast episode for the season for 2023. I can't believe how quickly time goes. This is podcast episode 13. So it's been about 15 weeks since I first started because we had a few weeks off. And I just want to thank you so much for listening because when I first started this podcast, I really had absolutely no idea how it would go. And I still don't really know how it goes. Um, I show up here every week and I talk about topics that are important to me that are coming up with issues with my clients that I've learned over the years and it is resonating with a lot of people. And I really thank you for being here. So I would really appreciate it if you have any you are being challenged with if there is anything that you want me to talk about please send through an email and a request and I would be happy to look at it and see if it aligns and talk about it next year and in the next season because a lot of this is coming from um, client focused and client driven um, episodes and I really want to know what you want to hear so thank you and I hope you have had an amazing year as well this one's going to be a bit of a different podcast because I want to do a bit of a recap on my year um, so it's going to be a little bit more personal and what I've learned throughout 2022 where I started at the start of this year um, is completely different to where I currently am kind of I've been on a really big personal journey this year in relationship and my self-worth in relationships and what I want from relationships has been a really big focus and a challenge. And honestly, a lot of my business and career has kind of taken a little bit of a step back. And I'm going to tell you why and, you know, how things sort of happened this year. But I think it's really important to look at the growth and If you have had a year like I have, you might not feel like you've kind of moved as far forward as you want. I definitely don't. I don't feel like in my career, in my business, and in my, I guess, those kind of endeavors, I feel like I've kind of been stagnant. I haven't gone backwards. and I've grown a little bit forward, but I had really big ideas for myself this year. I had really big goals for myself this year, and they kind of took a bit of a setback when I wanted to focus on something completely different. I wanted to focus personal. And a lot of that meant that I didn't actually have the time, the energy, the space to focus on my business. So if you are currently looking back at this year and you feel like you are in the same position, maybe you've regressed, maybe you haven't gone forward as much as you have. Not every year is going to be a huge grandiose year where you make all of these incredible changes and you achieve all of the things on your list. All right. We all need years to recalibrate, right? Sometimes we might need a few years to recalibrate. Sometimes we go through certain things in our lives that take a little bit of growth and development. And it's not that we're not moving forward. Potentially, we just need to look at a different way of describing of what progress actually looks like. Because progress doesn't necessarily always mean growing your bank account or growing your business or growing 
you know, changing jobs or doing those kinds of things. Sometimes progress is redefining what is important to you. Sometimes it means taking a step back and working on yourself, on your internal growth. And maybe it means just just being for a year. You know, if you're someone like me and if you're someone who's always looking for the next thing and trying to move forward and learn and grow and do all of these amazing things in your life, sometimes your growth might actually mean taking a step back and actually learning to live in life. And that is exactly what 2022 has been for me. So I started this year in a relationship with someone who I had been with for two years. So all over COVID, all throughout COVID. And this person was an amaz- is an amazing person. I can't say a bad word about him. He is um, thoughtful, he's kind, loyal, trustworthy, you know, so many things that you would look for and want in a partner. I was with him and wasn't miserable. There was nothing wrong. There was, you know, he never treated me wrong. In fact, he was probably the first partner that I'd ever had, a first relationship that I'd ever had where I felt like I was loved unconditionally. I felt like he would support me in absolutely anything I wanted to do. He was a very kind and caring kind of person. Okay. But he wasn't my person. He wasn't the person for me. And I knew this probably for a while. It take it took me a time it took me a long time to come to the realization that um potentially things weren't going to work out. And I was so focused on not hurting him. I was so focused on wanting to make sure he was okay, to make sure that he was happy because I knew that I could continue in a relationship that I wasn't entirely happy in and still be fine with my life, right? I make sure that no matter what situation I am in, I have things outside of that that make me happy. So I always have my friends, I have the gym, I have my career, you know, I don't focus my whole life in this one area um, or put all of my eggs in one basket in terms of like, I'm not going to make sure, make my relationship the only thing that's making me happy, right? I make sure that I'm happy or working on things or have things in different pillars of my life so that if one breaks down, it's not like my whole life is over. My ex-partner didn't have that. Okay, I was basically the only thing in his life that made him happy. And I was terrified of taking that away from him. Absolutely terrified. And I care about him, you know, he's an amazing person. And I still care about him to this day. I never want him to be unhappy. But for so long in that relationship, I put my own needs and my own feelings to the side and I put his in front in front of mine, which sometimes in relationships you need to do. Sometimes you need to put yourself second. And for someone who's, you know, a self-love and, and um, self-worth coach, that's not always easy to hear. And I don't always say that. But sometimes in relationships, there are give and take, right? Sometimes there will be times where you do need to put your partner's thoughts, feelings, situations above your own. And sometimes it is about compromise. But I did that so much to a point that I was really unhappy. And it got to a point where I knew that there was more for me in a relationship. I knew that I was compromising on too many things. There were too many things that I was missing out on in this particular relationship that didn't make me feel happy and fulfilled, okay? Although he was and is an amazing person, I knew deep down he wasn't the person for me. And with that, I knew that there was someone that could love him better than I could because 
I didn't love him the way that he deserved to be loved. I cared about him and I wanted the best for him. And absolutely, I loved him. But I didn't love him the way that he loved me. And I really, at the start of this year, was coming to terms with the fact that I needed to make this decision, not just for myself, but also for him in the future. So he could move on and find someone who loved him the way that he loved, because that was never going to be me. Okay. And sometimes relationship breakdowns can be harder if you're the one breaking it off, right? Often we feel like heartbreak on, and it's harder to be the one broken up with. But when you're, you're the one actually ending something, it's all on you. The decision is on you. And so sometimes you can go back and forth, back and forth of what do I want? Is this the right decision? Maybe I should try some more. Okay. And I tried in this relationship. So I don't want to get too much into it because it's not about my full relationship. It's about my year. But this is where I was at the start of the year. I, at, in mid to end of Jan, um, took a break and I said I needed to go and stay with a friend to really sort out my head. This was the second time that I'd taken a break from this relationship. Not a break, sorry. I didn't have a break, but I just needed space. I wanted to be by myself. I wanted time to figure out what the fuck I wanted in a relationship, in this person, because something just was not sitting right with me. There was this deep knowing in my body that there was more for me in a relationship that I wasn't getting from this. And I needed time and space to figure that out. And so at the end of last year, around August, I took about a week and I went and stayed at a friend's house. And then mid January, I did the same. And for a few weeks, I went and stayed at a friend's house. Might have been towards the end of Jan. Went and stayed at a friend's house for a few weeks. And I said, I think it's best that we just don't talk And at this time. Like, you know, if something's terribly wrong, absolutely, I'm here. And we can talk every now and then. But not consistent communication throughout the day because I actually really just need space. I need to clear my head without living in the environment that we live in, without our dogs, without you in my face every single day as harsh as that sounded, I just needed space, right? And when I took myself out of the environment, and one of my biggest lessons this year is environment is everything. And when I took myself out of the environment and I went and stayed with my friend where I had space and I didn't have this negative energy around me all of the time of complaining and life is so hard and I can't do this, you know, which I had every single day for the past two and a bit years. Things changed for me. I took space thinking like, you know, maybe I'll break up, maybe I won't, maybe I'll miss him. And the moment I got in a new environment, I felt like I had found myself again. I felt this weight lifted off my shoulders. I felt this still sadness. I was still sad because I knew what this meant ultimately, but there was this reinvigoration of like, this is who I am. This is who I have been denying. Like I'm this happy, outgoing, confident person who is like always wanting to do things and really wants a partner who's always doing things and growing towards his own goals. And, you know, wants, wants the same, has the same zest of life that I do. And I had started to lose that because I was with someone who just didn't see life the way that I did. My ex-partner really saw life as like a drainer. Like it was really just, everything was just hard. And when you're living with that for two years, 
it really starts to weigh you down, right? And so I'd started to get a lot of resentment to that, which brought a lot of anger. And I started to get quite be quite an irritable person around him because it was just this constant negativity and I wasn't able to be myself. And so when I got myself out of that environment into a new environment, I felt this again and it was incredible and it was enlightening. And as I said, it was really freaking sad because that meant like, shit, I'm going to have to go through another breakup. You know, I'm 29 years old. I'm 30 years old this year. And I'm with someone who wants to have children this year. Like he was starting to talk about children. And I was like, whoa, this is not where I'm at. You know, this is not where we're at. This is, if you think this is a relationship to bring children into, like we have different ideas of what a good relationship looks like. And that was a real big wake up call for me because I was not able to be myself. I, you shouldn't be living your life masking or you shouldn't be living your life watering down parts of yourself for your partner and i realized that i had done that i had i felt like i couldn't be positive and happy and celebrate my wins and do all of these things because it made him feel shitty about himself and his life and although he was always very happy for me it came with an underlying tone of like well things are easy for you but they weren't, I, you know, I just had a different mindset. And so environment is everything is something that I really learned through this year. And that was how I learned that. So how I'm going to do this podcast, by the way, is I'm going to talk you through my year and the lessons that I learned from it. So we're going to get like a story and the, the deep insights from that as well. I then moved into my friends. Um, and this is the second lesson that I learned this year is that people want to help you right i used to have such a big issue asking people for help whether it be like help with something little or being like hey i'm really struggling and i need you to help me with this my friend offered me to live in her place rent free until i found somewhere with me and my dog and she bent over backwards to make sure that I was comfortable. I felt good in my in this house and I did. This was like for the for few months that I was there, it was like a retreat for me. It was like a healing palace and we fucking loved living together. If I was to ever live with a friend again, her in a heartbeat, we just had such a good thing going and it was actually really sad to leave. But from that, people want to help. If you are struggling and if you are in trouble and if you need something from someone, we think we're a burden to people, right? We think we are something that they have to just deal with, but people actually really want to help you and people feel good about helping you. And it's really hard to ask for help, especially if you're a high performing woman, because we feel like we have to do everything on our own and you don't. But that's something that I've learned this year and something that I've really started to focus on this year is that People are willing to help you, whether it's big or small, ask for help. People want to help. And so I've started to ask for a lot of help <laughs> when I'm struggling, when I'm sad, when I'm, <clears throat> when I'm having issues with things in my business, like I find someone and I say, Hey, I need your help. Do you mind? Um, and so that has been a really big lesson for me in 2022. The next thing that I learned, and this is throughout this whole process is that we need to find gratitude and gratefulness in the everyday things that we have every single day. 
throughout the course of a year, you probably only have like one or two big events, maybe three. Yeah, which means that most of your year, the other 250 days, 240 days, whatever, are spent in the in-betweens, in the waiting, in the weeds, in the working, right? And so we need to find good and find something happy and that we're grateful for in every single day. Because if we're waiting for the big things to celebrate, if we're waiting for something huge and being like, yes, that means I've been successful or yes, now I can be happy, you're missing most of your life. You're missing the happiness in every single day. And I started to do this through this year. I committed to journaling every single day, which I have maintained nearly every day. There have been a few times here and there where I have missed it from when my journal arrived. And journaling helped me bring gratitude, gratefulness, and really helped process my emotions. It was really quite interesting that when I was going through my breakup um, at the start of this year, I was really confused at the start right and even towards probably the end of last year is i was really confused about what to do at the start and journaling and getting things out of my head and onto paper really helped to solidify what i was feeling why i was feeling them things that had happened that day and you can also start to see trends because a lot of the time it's really easy to just think and you know think oh no it's fine something good happened today that means the relationship is good but if you go through your journal which is something that i actually did i went back through my journal from last year And I started to see trends of, well, every day I'm not happy in this relationship. It's not just here and there. I'm not making this shit up. Like every single day I'm saying that I'm not happy. There's something wrong. I feel like there's something more for me out there. And when you can go back and look at that and process those emotions and really get them down on paper, it helps to identify what the actual issue is. Because sometimes we feel so stuck. We're like, there's something wrong. I don't know what it is. And we can just go around and around in circles in our head. But once you start journaling and actually getting it down and processing what's going on for you, it really helps to highlight the actual issue, process what is going on. And you can start to see where is this happening? Yeah. And so the journaling helped bring gratitude, it helped bring gratefulness, and it helped to process all of my emotions and really helped to make things a lot clearer for me. Um, And journaling, by the way, is something that I recommend to a lot of my clients. I get most, um, all of my one-on-one clients, a journal that they use to, um, to journal in. And every week they have different journal prompts that they need to follow, depending on the content module for that week. So journaling for me has been life-changing. And if you are going through something at the moment, even if you're not, finding gratitude and finding things to be um, thankful for in the small moments every single day. So for me, this is like, I would just be so present when I was cuddling my dog and feeling her fur and just feeling the intense and unconditional love that we have for each other. And I would feel that in my morning coffee and smiling at a stranger at the coffee shop. You know, it's the little things in every day, when you start to notice these, you actually start to think like, fuck, life is pretty cool. And I get to live this life. And I, I every morning, even though I, I usually drink decaf coffee, every morning I'm like, yes, I get to go get my coffee today. And yes, I get to go walk my dog. And like bringing a bit of excitement to everything, right? It makes life so much more happy. And you actually don't feel like a burden of, oh my gosh, I have all of these things to do for work. And then I've got to do this and that. It's like, yes, I get to do this. And I get to spend time with this person. And bringing that get to do, and I'm so thankful I get to do this to your life, can be actually life-changing in the way, in the outlook that you see things. So that is another one of my learns. The next one is 
<laughs> the right things won't cause you doubt, right? Anything that brings you confusion, whether it is or isn't right for you. Over a long period of time, sometimes we have doubt or you know, periods of confusion. But if over time you're confused about something or someone or a situation, let it go. It's not for you because the right things for you will not cause you any doubt. And if you do let it go and then you have regret and you're constantly thinking about it, then we can work on getting it back or we can take the lesson from that. But nine times out of 10, if you are spending a lot of time confused about a situation or a person, trying to convince yourself that it is right, it's not right. And that took me, that has honestly taken me quite a few relationships to learn. And it's not just the relationships. It's probably throughout the last two years that I've done a lot of personal growth and self-awareness of what my body tells me and actually learning to trust my intuition is that our bodies always know, they're always telling us whether something is or isn't right. It's always giving us feedback. And learning to listen to that is really, really important. And so I have started to learn that, and I've learned a lot this year about anything that causes you confusion or anything that you have to question is not right for you, right? I dated someone in the middle of this year. Oh, actually, it was probably around April, May, probably to June, a few months. And I thought he was great. He was, he was great. He had a lot of the things that I wanted. Um, we got along very well. Um, there was a lot of attraction there. He was very successful, but I never felt like I could 100% be myself. I always felt like I was being judged or I wasn't, I wasn't quite good enough. Or I had this idea that he, he, he expected me to be someone that I wasn't, or he wasn't it's really hard to put into words, but there was just something underlying it, right? And the biggest, um, the biggest example of this is, and I have absolutely no fault with people who want designer clothes and designer things, absolutely none at all. He was very into his designer clothes, right? Very into designer clothes. Everything that he owned was designer he was looking at getting very expensive cars and he was quite materialistic and i'm not as long as something as i like something as long as something looks good like i don't care what brand it is i really don't i could buy a gucci handbag i could buy some designer things but i choose not to right now because that's not where my priorities are right and because he was very materialistic and very into designer, I had this feeling that he had, he was looking down on me for not, and he had the expectation and that want for me to be materialistic and to be this kind of person that I wasn't. Okay. And so I pushed that to the side, telling myself like, no, he's accepting it. You know, he doesn't care, but I've never felt like I could really be myself. And I needed to listen to that. I really needed to listen to that because it turned out that he wasn't right for me, right? I went to Thailand. I think I've spoken about this before. I went to Thailand and we went to Thailand together after a few months of dating. Um, and it didn't work out while I was over there. And that actually turned into one of the best experiences of my life. But regardless is I should have listened to that. Yeah. And 
anything that causes you doubt, anything that causes you to question yourself, anything that causes you to feel like you can't be 100% authentically you is not for you and needs to be let go. The next thing I learned was when I moved in with my friend, um, I didn't have like an office. Obviously I was, I was living in her spare bedroom. I was working in the lounge. We were working together. We both worked from home. Um, she was very accommodating with me taking coaching calls, but there wasn't really, I didn't have a drive to focus on coaching. I had just broken up with my ex who I was with for two years. All of my stuff was in her garage, except for a handful of clothes. I was in like this healing process of really figuring out what I wanted. I was questioning whether I wanted certain things in life because they were what I was supposed to want or whether I actually wanted them, right? I was starting to question whether um, whether the kind of relationship that I wanted actually existed because I've never felt this before and whether I actually wanted the marriage and the children because, you know, is that something that I'm just chasing because that's what I've told I need to do or is it something that I actually want? I was going through this whole rebirthing process and process where I just needed to let myself kind of be and live in life. And so throughout that, one of my lessons was, is that work will always be there. You can always come back to work. You're always going to have work to do, right? You, I, my business, I didn't focus on growing it. I still had a few clients that I was working with, but I didn't focus on growing it. I kept posting every now and then to make sure that it kept up and to make it look like I was really active, which I was, if I had inquiries, I would absolutely take them on. But I wasn't focusing on growing my business because I was not in a headspace where I could. I needed to take a step back and really evaluate what was important to me. What did I actually want out of life? Like, did I want to do this business? And is this just something that I want? I did because it was a outlet and it was something that I was, you know, chasing. Do I want the relationship? Do I want, you know, what do I want my life to look like? And so I really needed to take a step back and actually spend some time living in my life rather than working on my life. And there is a really big distinction in that. Because when you take a step back and you live in your life, you're not focused on always growing, develop, you know, doing all of these things, which you can be. But I was really just focused on being in the present, having fun. Like I, not necessarily going out and getting drunk, although that sometimes did happen. I had a few events on, but it was really just recalibrating, allowing myself to just be and be okay with being with myself and by myself. Because I'd never been in a situation where I had nowhere to live. <laughs> I mean, I was staying with a friend, but I had, I had no home of my own. All of my shit was in storage. Like at that point in time, I was like, what do I want? I have to just be, I have to just live in my life. And I think that's why I, you know, in that moment, I did a lot of self-development. I did a lot of journaling. I did a lot of reflection. I did a lot of understanding what is important to me and realignment with my values. And so one of the biggest lessons that I've learned is that work will always be there. You can always come back to it. Sometimes you do just need to take some time off and that is totally okay. And the last and the biggest probably lesson that I've learned through this year and that has been a theme through all of my other lessons has been to trust your intuition even if it doesn't make logical sense 
And sometimes things don't need to make logical sense. Sometimes you can't explain things in your life. Sometimes they don't need explaining, right? And the way that I've learned this is through the relationship and with the amazing man that I'm with, right? And so we first started talking or came back into my life probably around May this year. And if you're like, what, this timeline don't add up? You were with someone else. Yes, I was with seeing someone. Um, It was totally platonic when my partner and I started talking, right? We have had no one of each other for quite a few years. It was talking about coaching, journaling, just nothing about feelings for months and months, to be honest. But every day, nearly, or, you know, multiple times a week, we would have these in-depth, deep conversations about life things and about honestly things I hadn't even spoken about with my ex-partner and for someone who is very guarded for someone who is very I have a lot of walls up around my heart I don't share certain things with people I you know it takes a while for people to get into my circle It didn't make logical sense for me to feel comfortable talking to this person, right? I hadn't seen him in eight years. Well, probably not that long, six years, five years, whatever. We hadn't spoken. It was all through message, but there was this intuitive feeling that I could trust him and that he was a safe space. And I didn't know it at the time, but he, I mean, we were talking about very deep, personal things at one point and he's not someone that opens up either and we both had this feeling that it is okay to talk to this person about these certain things it is okay to open up to this person because i feel safe i feel supported i feel protected there is no logical sense of why i should feel like that with someone that i knew of and i always knew was an incredible person before he came back into my life. But I felt intuitively that it was okay. And he felt intuitively that it was okay. And I remember we were talking for months. There was no mention of anything outside of like a friendship. There was no mention of feelings. There was no insinuation of anything sexual. It was really platonic conversation, just talking about life things, talking about coaching, you know, all of the things that were going on. And I looked back at my journal and in July, end of July, side of August, I journaled that for some reason, I feel like this person is going to be an important person in my life. There was no logical reason. But my body and my intuition was telling me that this was something special, whether that was romantic, whether it was just a friendship, I didn't know at this point. But I knew without logical sense that it was something. And Throughout all of my learnings this year, throughout all of my personal growth and development, I have become really self-aware of the walls that I put up around my heart and around letting people in. And to be entirely honest, now that I feel the way that I feel and I am with someone who is an incredible person in every single way possible, 
I genuinely think that I didn't let my walls down because people weren't worthy of having them let down. Right? And there has been no fight for me to let my walls down with my partner. This person, obviously, that was messaging me in May is now obviously my boyfriend. <laughs> you didn't catch up on that. Um, but there is no reason for me to have easily let my walls down other than a feeling that it was going to be okay. And so far, it has been okay. So far, so good. But not everything in your life needs to make sense. We have an idea of what relationships should look like, of timelines of everything, of, you know, you date for a bit, then you get into a relationship, and then you wait a few months, and then you, you know, move on to this next level, and then you tell each other you love each other, and then you move in, and blah, 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 blah. We have in our head this logical sense that things that should take this timeline and that the way that our life should go. And because we are so in our heads as human beings, we disregard and we ignore all of the little um, bits that our body tells us, all of the little pings that we get from our intuition, all of the little signs that we get from the universe. Because if it doesn't fit in with this logical way that we have our lives set up, we ignore it, we push it to the side, we pretend we haven't seen it, or we just push it down. And sometimes things don't need to make sense, right? Sometimes the universe will send you something or someone or an opportunity or speed things up or slow things down that we don't need to know why. And until you actually learn to trust your intuition and learn the surrender, which I've spoken about so much and learning about trust, until we learn that, we're always going to feel like we're fighting against ourselves. We're fighting against timelines. We're fighting against the universe. And this is the first time in my life where I haven't put any expectations on anything. I went into this completely open, being like, this might be something, this might not be something. Whatever it is, I'm open, I am ready, I am surrendering trust to the universe. And if something happens, it happens. And if it doesn't, it doesn't. And that is okay. At least if I get hurt, cool, we'll move on. I'll pick myself up. I've done it before right? And letting go of the logical sense of the way that I think things should be moving and the way that I think things should be playing out has been one of the best things that I have done in any relationship. But I don't think I could have done this in just any relationship because they haven't been special enough for me to let my walls down. They haven't been like I, when we choose to trust our intuition and listen to our intuition, whether it's telling us something is right or wrong, and we go with that, there are no wrong decisions, right? There is no wrong decision. Things don't always need to make sense. The way and the timeline that my partner and I have been on and the way that we connect doesn't make sense because I've never felt that before. I've never done that before. Neither has he. It doesn't make any logical sense on the way that things have gone, but it's gone the way that it has. And this is true for career, for money. Like I know coaches who are making $400,000 a month. That doesn't make logical sense, but it is possible. And if we bring logic into everything that we do in our lives, we are cock blocking ourselves of what you can achieve, of where you can go, of what you can do. So 
one of the biggest lessons that I've learned this year is to get out of my head space and into my heart space. My three words for the start of this year were fearless, expansion, and alignment. And every time I went into a new decision, a new situation, I asked myself, does this feel aligned? Is this expanding me? And fearless came from the point of view of knowing that I can make hard decisions and I need to approach my life without fear. And if I feel fear, I need to do the things that I need to do anyway. Because there is fear in making decisions. There is fear in putting your heart on the line and being vulnerable and open and allowing yourself to be seen fully by another person. There is fear in putting in your resignation and quitting your job, knowing that something else might not work out. There is fear in breaking up with someone and leaving a relationship when things aren't that bad, when things are comfortable, but you know that it's not 100% right for you. Because what if, what if you can't find anyone else? Which is all bullshit. There is fear in any decision you make because we're always scared that it's going to be the wrong one. But if we lean into the trust, we lean into the surrender, we lean into what feels good in our bodies and that means leaning into the fear, there is no wrong decision that you can make. And so that is what I'm going to bring into 2023. I am going to continue to make hard decisions for myself. I am going to continue to open myself up and be vulnerable because this is something that I haven't experienced before in myself. I haven't been this person in a relationship before and I fucking love it. I love who I am in this relationship. And I love that he's the only person that's got me like this, right? That makes it a little bit more special that I'm just, he's cracked the code. Here's the code. And I hope this doesn't fucking come crumbling down and, you know, six months I'm like, we broke up, which, you know, hopefully doesn't happen, but <laughs> could possibly be. But even then, like I'm living my truth right now. I'm living in my authenticity right now. And I'm leaning into the fear and I'm leaning into what is important to me and what feels good for me right now. And that is following this and so if you are scared about anything if you are bringing your logic into anything just take a step back tune into your body tune into your heart what does your heart say get out of your head space and into your heart space and that is where all of your answers lie so i hope you have also had a reflective and a good 2023 um 22 my gosh not even there yet and as I said at the start of the pod, if you feel like this has been like a nothing year for you, that is okay. Those are normal. Those are needed because we can't always be going a thousand miles forward in, in the same direction, right? Sometimes you need to take a step back or put on the brakes so that you can actually propel forward to the next time. And you're allowed to be human. You're allowed to make mistakes. You're allowed to not always be progressing. As long as you don't stop trying, that's when failure really happens is when we just give up. So I wish you all an amazing festive season. I hope you have taken some learns from this as well. I thank you all so much for listening to this pod and I look forward to connecting with you next year for the next next pod and for the next season.